Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by Fuse Glass artist, Nancy Marks. Nancy had a corporate career, but decided to take the creative leap into glass arts. She has since then founded Glass Arts Collective, and now she is fulfilling her true passion instead of running the rat race in the corporate world. Now, she is doing her passion and watching others create their passion. So, Nancy, thank you so much for joining me today. Chris, thank you so much for having me. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Oh, I'd love to. Uh, so, I, yes, I was a corporate uh, person for many, many years, uh, more than 30. I'm just starting to date myself. But um, I, I did well in the corporate world. I found as I was going through it that I was most satisfied when I was able to help in some situation. So if there was a problem, I was able to help solve it or help find a better process or find something that made it easier for people to be comfortable. Um, I So I learned a lot about myself through the corporate world. And as I got closer to retirement, I realized that I was kind of tired of trying to follow up on technology all the time, which is what I was really into. So I'm a bit of a geek. Uh, but technology was fascinating environment. And you could really help make a difference for people and make them look good to their bosses and, and put safety around you know, the whole package. And I realized that I've sort of had enough of that. It's time for me to do something else. And it just so happened, you know, as things come to you when you least expect it, my mom had, um, is that a living facility, a living, assisted living facility? There we go. And uh, they had someone come on site that teaches fused glass. I'd never heard of fused glass. And I didn't know what it was. I really didn't think I had a creative bone in my body. And I thought, but you know what? This is something I can do with mom. So you know what? Bite the bullet. Don't, you know, don't procrastinate. Don't ex- make excuses why you can't. Find something you can do with mom. And so I went and took the class and the world changed for me. I found out I do have some creativity in there. And I really liked it when my creativity was coming out. I was very inspired by the fact that there was something I have now found that really enlightens me from the inside out. So I was working at uh, in a studio to do projects, to learn, to take classes. And I was excelling um, at it and getting even more excited about it. And as the time approached to make a decision about what's next, the door opened again. And the studio that I had been working in decided to close that location, that they stay open in another location where they were much more successful and they do a great job. But I didn't have something close at hand, something close. And I really like getting to know my neighbors. I really like to get to know the community. 
So I turned to my best friend, my husband, and I said, what am I going to do? And that's kind of how it came together, believe it or not. Um, that's what, how I opened a, stu- a glass art studio with less than two years of experience in fused glass and at five weeks before COVID hit. <laughs> well, I know you talked about how you didn't know what fused glass is. So uh, some of the listeners might not know what that is either. So why don't you give an explanation of, of what it is and what it entails? Absolutely. So most people know about blown glass, um, especially from the Netflix TV show, Blown Away. That was a great show. Uh, then there is stained glass, which you usually think about uh, church windows. And there's um, mosaic, which can be just tiles. It can be a lot of different things, but glass can be one of them. And then there's fused glass, the newest of the family. And fused glass goes into a, is made at room temperature, comfortable environment, putting pieces together. You can do them um, abstract, geometric, all kinds, all kinds of different designs. And there's different tools to help you. And then it ultimately goes into a kiln, similar to a ceramic kiln, but the heating elements are in a different place. And I run them overnight. It's about an 18-hour cycle. It varies. Um, there's different schedules, but about 18 hours from when I put it in and start the kiln to I can take it out is when it's cooled again. And in the kiln, it's going to go between 14 and 1,500 degrees. So the glass becomes somewhat molten. And think of it like a really thick honey. And it fuses together. But during that process those little flaws in maybe not cutting as straight or not matching up as tight as you would like, all are, are, are sort of resolved. There's, they um, work very hard while we're sleeping and make our pieces amazing. Okay. Well, well real quick before we get back into your, your new passion, mm-hmm. tell us about y- your perspective of the uh, evolution of the tech industry over the three decades that you were in it. Oh, wow. Um, so I went from learning how to program with punch cards. And I went through watching the first Apple computer come out, which my mom wanted to have, see where I get my 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 techie from. And uh, 286, 386, and on and on and on. We're... I was excelling even more so than what people would normally think of as tech is the infrastructure, all the things that are in the wall that make it safe and connect everyone to each other in a business or in a school district or in a government environment and the security that goes with that. And how do you connect and how do you protect? And I was fascinated by that. And that's where a lot of my career was. Okay. Well, tell us. Absolutely. Did you have any more to add? No, um, it, it's been a it's been a very incredible revolution, and the, the all the stuff with spam and all of the stuff with um, trying to break into other people's networks. I, it never occurred to me when we started that that would ever be an issue. It definitely is now. Boy, is it ever! So, tell us about the surprises and challenges that you face transitioning from the corporate world to what you're doing now with fused glass. 
it um, there was a lot of challenges, as you would guess. Uh, self-doubt was probably the biggest one. Um, but I do believe that things were put in my path for a reason. And um, I embraced it. I have one of those go-for-it attitudes. So I don't allow uh, my ego or the self-doubt to say, Mm-mm, you can't do this. If you tell me I can't, it makes me want to do it even more. So I sort of jumped in with both feet into the deep end of the pool and said, I'm going to learn how to swim. And I opened a studio because I can run a business. Um, so the question then becomes, how do I get all the education? How do I get, know what to buy? What do I need to do? Well, I have a lot of friends who are very talented and knowledgeable, but they couldn't run a business, but they're great artists. So I partnered up with them um, only on the side of helping others to learn. So it's still my business. I didn't partner in that direction, but I did partner in helping educate and communicate and inspire. And I formed this fantastic community that I never thought could be for me. Um, it was It's a community of artists who are so supportive of each other and so, so so supportive of new people. They welcome new people into the studio with open arms. They make them feel welcome. Um, I know that they're following my lead, but to have people who want to do that too is phenomenal and so special. Well, due to the fact that you got everything kicked off five weeks before COVID hit, to talk about the impact that COVID had on your new business and how you guys survived it. <laughs> well, I, uh, of course, once again, went through my range of, I'm an idiot. Um, what am I doing? Uh, I now have overhead that's ridiculous. I have a lot of debt and no income. So part of my design of the studio was to have a gift shop in the front. And so when retail opened, I was able to open a uh, art studio never fell into any of the categories for the state of when can you open? What can you do? But we all get our own tools to work with. We can space people out in my studio. And so as soon as I was able to find the time where I felt it was going to be safe for people, I could separate them properly. I could stay, you know, I was spraying down all the equipment with alcohol. Um, I, f- I decided I was opening and I was going to get more people in there. And it was so therapeutic for so many people. I I had no idea that art could be as therapeutic as it is. It brought such peace to people. And it still does. Um, I, I get a lot of people commenting to me how stressed out they were when they came in because of life, not because of the class. And when they left, they were so relaxed. And so usually they'd call me or send me a note when they got home just to say, I am still so relaxed. I don't believe it. I can't believe I feel this way. Thank you. Well, speaking of that, let's go more into that to talk about some of the instances where you actually made a difference in people's lives with what you are doing now. Well, one of my favorite stories to tell is there was a mom who brought her daughter and her daughter's friend in. For a class and most classes are two to three hours and she was going to go sit at a different table 
in the corner sort of. Um, and she was gonna get her work done because she had so much work piled up and that was what she wanted to do. And um, my personality, as you might be starting to figure out, is I want to help everybody. I don't want to just help one or two people. So I said to her, you know, you really should at least cut, learn how to cut the glass so you understand what your daughter's doing. And you can share in her excitement later uh, when she's done with the class. And all it took was cutting one piece of glass. And the mom said, no, I'm taking the class too. I, I need to do this. I just feel I need to be doing this. And she called me to let me know that when she got home, she finished up her workload so quickly. She couldn't believe it because her mind had been cleared. She had kind of got out of that, you know, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, into, okay, I can handle this. I can do anything. I just, I just made glass. I just, I just played with colors and, and the energy in that studio. And so that's one of my, my favorite stories. But I also have a dear friend who lost her husband uh, during COVID and she was coming in to not have the glass judge her, not to have anyone tell her she should or shouldn't be doing things, but rather you can do anything you want. Come enjoy, come relax. And there's nothing but support and love here. And it helped her tremendously. She took on a really big project. And now that is a beautiful sunset that she created in glass that sits in her um, kitchenette area. So in the morning when the sun comes in, she feels her husband is shining over her every morning. Then I've also got um, therapists who've come in for themselves and just wanted to see how this would help their clients as well. And they found it helped them so much that they refer their clients as well to come when they really need a different perspective on life, I guess would be the way I would say it. Okay, everybody, it's Michael E. Cullen II. And I'm Sesame Encarta from the All Too Real 2 podcast. We're passionate about movies, TV, and pretty much all things pop culture. Dive into the chaos of failed sitcoms, direct-to-video sequels, and the quirky realms of cinema and TV. Join us every Thursday for your dose of All Too Real 2 entertainment. We'll guide you through debates like whether Howard the Duck qualifies as a superhero. Ponder if Larry the Cable Guy could be the new rock or Schwarzenegger. Discover if some shows and movies should have stayed in the cutting room. Ever heard of a sitcom featuring that dictator with the funny mustache? Well, we watched it. We're dedicated to unraveling the peculiarities of pop culture, sometimes with awesome guests. So, if you're into the eccentric world of pop culture, listen and subscribe to All Too Real 2. Available wherever you find podcasts and on Age of Radio. Okay, well, I, I know in your bio, you discuss how important giving back is for you. So explain that to the listeners and why that's such an important part of your life. Um, About 20, well, almost 20 years ago, it's not quite. Um, our niece was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and um, it shattered sort of everybody's lives because we wanted to all be there, but a lot of us didn't know what to do or how to do things. And fundraising is a big thing for that. So in my studio, I have done multiple fundraisers for not only uh, JDRF, which is the Type 1 Diabetes Research Foundation, but other organizations because 
there are so many people who could use extra help in getting finding a cure and help with having enough clothes on their back and having enough water in their villages. So I do find that I take in um, a fair number of fundraisers and I donate to uh, auctions and try to help give back to the community that supports me so beautifully um, and giving back and, and sharing the love that I have for glass with other people. Okay. Well, you know, kind of tell the listeners about your class. Maybe somebody's interested in doing what you do and, and tell them what they can expect when they take a fused glass class. Absolutely. Um, one of my favorite subjects. So the uh, we actually teach mosaic and stained glass as well as fused glass. I just have other instructors teach those because my passion is the fused glass. So when you come in, the first class that we recommend and you sign up online at our website, Glass Arts Collective, there will be a review of what the different types of glass are. And a when you get into picking for a class, there's a description, there's pictures, there's um, any prerequisites that might be required for the class and what dates are available. So you can sign up for the class and then you come into the studio for the actual class. And the intro class is two hours. And in the introductory class, you're learning how to work with glass, how to cut it pretty much straight lines. Um, at first, it will never be perfect. And I think that's one of the things, again, that I love about fused glass is it's so easy to embrace imperfections because those kiln uh, fairies really do an amazing job um, for you after you're done with your piece. And then uh, we learn how to handle glass correctly, wearing safety glasses, not rubbing our fingers along the edges. And even moms like myself have a tendency of wanting to pick up crumbs with the edge of our hand and just sort of sweep them up. Well, there'll be little glass shards. So I'm very quick to point out that's what the brush is for. It's on the table. You want to brush those pieces with a brush, not the edge of your hand. And uh, everyone kind of chuckles because they realize, yes, that's exactly what their thought would have been probably at the time had I not said it. And uh, I have a lot of laughter in there. I have a lot of bad dad jokes. Um, I have outdone some dads, I've been told. And uh, a lot of laughter. We have music going on. And the community comes together. So we have a lot of people come in that don't know each other when they walked in and do by the time they've walked out. Well, tell us about any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about. Well, the biggest project I'm working on right now is updating and creating a website for the gift shop. So I have open studio memberships that are people who already know the skills and they just need a place to um, come, relax, and be in a community. And that's really what my community is built of primarily are these open studio members. But there's a lot of the people who just come in for classes that are absolutely part of that um, that community as well. And the people who have the open studio memberships, can, I decided, should be able to put things in the gift shop as well. They're supporting me on a uh, monthly basis, so I should be supporting them. They're making a lot of glass. And some of these people have not been doing glass all that long. They might have done painting or ceramics or some other type of art, but not fused glass. So now they're building up 
as they're learning their own techniques and their own styles, they're building up sort of an inventory. So I opened up the gift shop further to not just being my things, but now we have over 10 artists filling the gift shop. So my big project right now is putting that all up online and putting descriptions and who's the artist. So that if you see a piece and you like that artist, you can go to the um, sort file on the, the gift shop and you can search for that particular artist, or you can just look for bowls or plates. So we can make so many things in fused glass. We can do bowls and plates and platters and um, wall art, tabletop, small pieces, jewelry, uh, bottle stoppers, uh, little mini wine racks for like four bottles. Uh, it's it's almost endless what you can do in fused glass. And so the gift shop is full of amazing art, different styles, different color palettes, uh, these different artists. And it's better than most Etsy sites. Etsy sites have some beautiful work on them, but they're usually just one artist. Here you can come and see a multitude of artists. And I'm shipping around the United States now. So I have gotten that part uh, mastered and can calculate the correct uh, freight and the insurance is included in the freight charges. And we can now ship to anywhere in the United States. So if you're not local in Southern California in the Thousand Oaks area to come take the class, hopefully when you come to California and you're visiting, you'll stop by. But if not, let me help you out with having becoming the gift guru in your family because the gift shop really has one-of-a-kind pieces that are all handmade in it. Well, congratulations. Throw out your contact information so people can either get something or see where they can stop by, see everything that you're up to. Great. It's Yeah, it's I'm at um, in Thousand Oaks, which is the major um, city in the area, but Westlake Village is the location I'm actually in. And it's uh, Southern California, just outside northwest of Los Angeles. And it's uh, glassarts, with an S, collective.com. I also have a YouTube channel, Instagram, um, Facebook, and uh, with Google. And you'll find me with that Glass Arts Collective on all of those. So I'm excited about being a kind of a tech geek, having stuff on the internet and being able to be the person you're searching for and trying to make it easier for you to find me. And uh, if there isn't something particular that you see that you really like, you can request a commission piece. We will do it the colors that you're looking for, um, the, the sort of style. One of my artists is doing a lot of uh, pictures from their, someone's pet who's passed and doing a piece of glass art for the wall that, uh, Reminds the person of their beautiful pet. Um, someone else is really into Southwestern look. Someone's into more uh, modern look. So we have huge range of artists in the studio. I couldn't be more proud and honored. We'll close this out with some final thoughts. Maybe if there was something I forgot to talk about that you would like to touch on or just any final thoughts you have for the listeners. Well, I really... I encourage people to face their fears, to accept that there's something that keeps kind of coming to you from the outside world, uh, whether you really believe it or not. If you look around, you do see things that keep reappearing, sort of like, hey, hey, don't forget about me. The creative side of life is so important. 
for all of us. And it, even if it's not fused glass, it's something else. Find your place for creativity and embrace it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, glassartscollective.com. Please be sure to check it out if you go to Nancy's area, stop by. You know, the Christmas season is coming up, so be sure to get some gifts from her for your friends and family. Also, if you have any guests or suggestion topics, see Jackson102 at Cox.net is the place to send them. As always, thank you for listening. And Nancy, thank you for joining us and sharing your story. Oh, Curtis, thank you so much. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. dream.